Hi guys, you are welcome to our first ever episode of the Miscellaneous Podcast. My name is Kenzie. And I'm Taylor. And we literally spent like the first... Hour. Yeah, an hour. We literally spent an hour trying to figure out how to get two microphones going at the same time. And everything was supremely unhelpful. <laughs> Do the thing. Buy the thing. I don't have time to buy the thing, sir. I need it now. And I don't want to buy the thing. I don't want to buy the thing. Yeah, that's that's really it. So we literally spent an hour trying to figure out how to get two microphones. We did it, though. We did it. High five to us. We are amazing. So, yeah, we totally figured it out. I'm very proud of us. Yes. Okay, so... How our podcast works is every week we're going to have a starter topic, mm-hmm. and that topic is just to get the ball rolling, and obviously the name of the podcast is literally what we're doing. It's miscellaneous. We talk about anything and everything. Except politics? Politics, unless it's like super important. Or specific. We or have specific. very, very strong emotions about this. Yes, but we are going to steer clear of it because... We need more happy things. We need more happy things, and we both just really hate politics. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we will gladly have discussions, but this is not the podcast for it. Oh, yes. We we will call that one politics and rage, or something like that. (laughs) Maybe, but do not expect politics on this podcast. That is not what it's for. Nope. We are both writers. Mm -hmm. Taylor herself is a mother of two, so maybe we'll get some motherly wisdom. (laughs) Go to therapy! (laughs) Go to therapy is her biggest one. I mean, my, my biggest thing is it is okay to be so incredibly mad at your child. That's fine. Mm. Don't take it out on your child. Oh, no. That's why you lock yourself in the bathroom and call your mom if you have a mom you can talk to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you don't have a mom, you definitely have a motherly figure or fatherly figure. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Someone will know. Okay. So anyways. Yes. Our starter it. topic. Oh, and <laughs> so our starter topic is something that the other person has picked. We'll switch every week and we kind of surprise the other person with it. So my starter topic is passive aggressiveness in email language oh 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 i love this one. Oh my goodness per my last email oh i use that so many times in other words did i freaking stutter i'm sorry that you can't read try again <laughs> don't blame me i figured because i haven't worked in an office setting for like almost two years at this point yes yeah and i'm still in an office setting but i'm not client facing anymore because we we used to work at the same job Mm -hmm. at the same place yep and she could watch she was watching me like slowly die inside (laughs) oh my goodness first of all sleep deprivation because i was trying to do school and i would get home at like 10 o'clock at night and And then then, be up at five and then i'd have to wake up at five for work so it's like when do i do my homework um in between classes and not well but i did graduate so that's all i care about c's get degrees people that's an honest truth <laughs> do not be sad if you do not have straight a's in college no one cares as long as you're passing and yeah if and if really they do care my goodness the good professors if you go up and talk to them say what can i do they're actually very willing to help you yeah it's but that's if you go up to them you have to go up to them they're not going to come to you oh no because they because you're an adult yeah you're a grown-up but not really but you're a grown-up you're you're a grown-up they'll they need you to come to them yeah like like an adult and say these are my problems if you just leave it be they're not gonna come talk to you they won't know they don't that's your problem yeah if you want it to be their problem you gotta come talk to them yeah basically but yes no uh email language i uh would often help clients cancel services for our company which more often than not was fine but I'd get people, ooh, I just had one person was like, I was never told this. Mind you, they copied someone else in their company on the email. 
So what did I do? I sent them a copy of their call where I explained everything I said in the email that they said they didn't have. And I was like, in my my, my soul, I was like, don't try to lie when someone else is on the email and I've got recordings, bro. That was that was the best thing about that job is catching people in a lie. It, the lawyers were my favorite. They were they were the worst. I didn't sign that. No, clearly you did. You just didn't read the contract. Mm-hmm. And that's not my See, fault. On your end, the lawyers were on my end where I was pretending to be their receptionist. They were so nice. And they loved it when it was just like if I was like, hey, so and so is really rude, and they were like, Oh, they were, huh? <laughs> Lawyers were not afraid to tell you the painful, painful truth. Yeah, I I got sworn at several times by lawyers. Yeah, there so there are horror stories about that job. But I mean, and then I think there are horror stories about any job. And honestly, like job. they could have been worse. They could have been worse. But in like email language, I think my favorite is definitely like the per your last email, mm-hmm. but the endings, regards and sincerely are mm-hmm. two different things oh absolutely like i got an email from a guy once who was the nicest guy to talk to and he in his email he was typing it out while he was on the phone with me and he's like warmest regards and it came in and i like literally like felt my chest warm up i was like oh so nice. and then i always just had my standard warm regards but like warmest that est at the end that makes all the difference it might have been warmest regards i don't know I don't know what it says anymore because I just email internally. <laughs> the two people email externally don't care because they know what I do. So, mm-hmm. but oh, yeah. Also, but sincerely is like the very polite. We don't know each other. Mm-hmm. Sincerely, yeah. Emails are like the new form of letters. Like, and your sign off is like very indicative of your emotions towards this person. Mm-hmm. Like, but you can tell like so it starts off with like something like warmest regards, mm-hmm. and, like very friendly. Yeah, you say warm regards casual if you say just regards yeah getting into some icy water there so my regards Ooh, mm-hmm. Ooh, okay there's, there's not a lot of emotion it's fascinating there. that you can be so politely just rude rude yeah yeah it, it, again <laughs> passive aggressive <laughs> and email language has devolved in or devolved, evolved into this thing well, of we could say it's devolved if it's devolved but it's evolved into this thing of like the most polite way to tell someone that they're a complete idiot and really don't pay attention and that you're mad at them mm-hmm. without actually saying anything bad. Oh, and yeah. Being very professional. Oh, because, absolutely professional. Because people have access to your emails and they don't want to know that you've been like screaming at your client. So instead, you have this very passive aggressive way of saying, You're dumb and didn't read my email. I, uh, and I here's would... an example and proof that you're lying. I would get so, so angry clients i would forward my email to my supervisor and be like can you read this and tell me what i need to fix she's like yeah you can't say that okay thank you take it out the only time i screwed that up is i went i replied and i was like i I thought i forwarded it and i went supervisor i don't know what to say to him i'm getting very frustrated you sent and the the client client replied (gasps) back i'm also getting very frustrated i was like i am done supervisor take over i'm out (laughs) i was like clearly i have lost control and i am upset and i i was so stupidly careful after that like you you got the paranoia now yeah no i was straight up paranoid like i would triple check an email before i hit play hit play hit send (laughs) goodness (laughs) you hit play on the sleep button (laughs) gosh there's 
There's different. Oh man. Yeah. And there, there's I I've only ever sent like I sent an email that I was trying to send somebody else to a client. And they're like, oh, my name is for someone else. It was like the only time I screwed that up. Oh jeez. I was like, oh my god, thank god I didn't say anything horrible. It's <laughs> like because I mean we we have ranted about clients to one another in emails. Yeah. In emails. Because emails was like the form of communicating. Thankfully, with the pandemic, I think Slack has become way more mainstream and we use that now. So if I need to like rant about a client, I'm in a completely different program. And so I don't have to screw up and accidentally email a client. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, when I was there, Slack was a very relatively new thing. Mm-hmm. And we're all kind of like, I don't know how I feel about this. And we don't know how I feel. But now it's like, oh, no, it's fabulous. It's like they tried to use Skype before, but Skype was like super temperamental for some reason yeah i don't know why and i'm always wondering if temperamentalness is the reason it didn't blow up the way it could have with the pandemic because it was like suddenly zoom came out of nowhere and i was like what is this i guess i guess we're using this now what is this video Mm -hmm. mr kitty you stay off the computer (laughs) she's got a cat named orion he's he's a new adoptee he's also barely year old he's a very very confident cat which is great but also a problem Mm -hmm. He's not terrified of anyone. I can't like he woke up and I said hello and he was like, "Yes, pet me, love me." Yes, and he's he's a solid boy. Yeah, dude he's, is fourteen pounds. He's not a thick boy. He's a solid boy. <laughs> yeah, like when he runs into my toddler, my toddler knows. <laughs> and they're they're toddlers together. Yes. So yeah, because that was great planning. <laughs> but hey, they they can interchange each other <laughs> eventually. Right now, they just fight over you know toys <laughs> <laughs> i mean so like with skype thing i mean it was weird i don't know why it was so weird but i mean it was like back in the day back in like 2012 2011 <laughs> back in my day that was our that was our rp source mm-hmm. our when we wrote stuff together for one story like that was back and forth that's just what that, we did. that was how we did it and it would save everything and you could go back and copy and paste it and stuff you'd have to go digging and digging and digging but it was saved me, me and Alyssa wrote like it's over 500 pages yeah and i was so impressed but like and unless you i out. would love to like actually make it be a thing yeah but i don't feel comfortable doing anything without her input because that is her character yeah she created that person and while i have a good understanding of her i feel like it'd be wrong for me to just take that and do it and not say like i need to talk to her and be like can, can i, have I this? make this a thing yeah well and, and, like, and if i have a question about a situation i can talk to her and be like this is your character like how does this work but like I, it, it's literally a book <laughs> and yeah I it's want, 500 pages and it needs to be written because it's a good story yeah and like i've gone through it several times like edited my character and stuff but i've left her stuff alone because i mean that's her stuff Mm -hmm. but i'm like if she allows me to like write that obviously it would have two authors name on her oh yeah because like obviously she did most of the work for that and her yeah but i just it's a good story and i want it i want it to be finished like we we got really far into it. Like we planned so far ahead. Like we knew like mm-hmm. our ending and stuff, and like what was gonna happen between these characters and like their growth and stuff. And I there are some plot holes that I saw in there. And there was like a thing that we made that I was like, this is never brought up again. Like we need to get rid of that. But I mean, it's like all this stuff that I'm like, it came, and it came so fast and naturally because it was just fun. Yeah, and I think that's like I loved writing in high school because it was an escape. Like I could do 
fun things and no one could tell me I couldn't do it. Cause mm-hmm. I feel like that was a lot of high school. It's like, you're not an adult. You can't do this. You're just a kid. You have to do this. Oh, and, it's and, like, then, and then you get in trouble because I thought you were taking notes. Cause I never got my notebook taken away. I got my reading books taken away a lot. So. Like my thing was like, I've never had a reading book taken away because I. Dude, I did because I'm reading. Don't talk to me. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know reality when I'm reading. So reading during school is not the smartest. But writing, writing, I was able to do kind of a little bit of multitask. Yeah. Because you can like take a mental break, listen, catch back up, go back to what you were doing. Mm -hmm. And for some reason, my little quirk was I needed a blue pen. Always. You still need blue pens. I don't know know why it was blue. It had to be blue. Like pencil. I, like you could literally in my notebooks you can track and see like for the day like i had a black pen i wrote a page i had pencil i wrote a paragraph i had a blue pen there's like five pages like in a row and i would always go in and just find your little misspellings mm-hmm. circle them and keep going yeah or do something to them the big the greatest compliment oh it made me so happy miss amber i miss her she's so nice miss amber i don't think she's one of our teachers was she no no. Talk about our friend ever. Oh. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. We're not playing. I was petting the cat and he decided that he was it done. Would be a great it was time, time to, to attack. attack my hand. <laughs> yep. But he was he was gentle about it. He wasn't mean about it. That's why I call him very crazy face. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's why he's called crazy face, is because he's suddenly like, ha, 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 take that. You didn't need that finger. Anyways. <laughs> she was we were it was the summer we came back and she was like oh yeah i was reading this book and she was describing the characters and the events and then i said was it about this she's like yeah and i said i wrote that that's mine and she's like are you serious she had spent the summer trying to find it in the bookstore <gasps> i was i like, don't think i knew that i was like this is the best day of my life and i was like it is it is so i showed her that notebook and she was like this is what i was looking for and i was like this is the best day of my life don't you dare, cat. I just, he just flipped over and he's like all over my legs. And I was like, if you bite my leg, we're going to have a problem. Yeah, he's more likely to like. He's being very affectionate. You... But he's also like half playful right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying can... so hard not to get him. I, I can get him out. Oh, no. I have like punted him off the bed with my toes. Okay. Because he like to kick you out, attacks my toes while I'm trying to sleep. And because I'm like half asleep, my automatic reaction is bam and there goes the kitty cat. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll learn though. He's still he's just a baby. Yeah. Like he's technically still a kitten because he's only one. Mm, he's still, still got that crazy... the yelp noises if that hurts. Yeah. No, he uh he cries like my baby when I take him off the counter. I get a normal meow that turns into a cry that sounds like a baby because mm-hmm. he sees the baby cry See, and get attention being interesting he really wants attention but he's also very playful right now because yeah. you know cats are nocturnal hey. apparently that was startling yeah i know she gave him a smack and he was like whoa it wasn't even a smack it was a light bop to the chest <laughs> it was a bop because if you say smack people will be coming after me you don't hit animals i didn't hit him i bopped him like i would my toddler a boop <laughs> i booped him but not only, on a snoop the only animal i've ever actually like smacked was my cousin's rabbit but she, rabbits are weird. She her name was Chloe, and she was just she was like a queen person, oh. a little bit sassy, and she you would pet her mm-hmm. and then she would bite you for like no reason. Nah. But one time she bit she came up to me out of nowhere and just bit me and I smacked her really hard hard in the nose. She never bit me again. It was much nicer to me after that. <laughs> 
I swear that's all it takes. I, I sometimes I wish I could do that to people. I think I was, gosh, I must have been like thirteen or something. I yeah, was young. He he doesn't bite me much anymore because my well, that was like immediate... it's not comfortable because his teeth are so sharp. But he's very gentle about it. He just moved my closet door. He's a cat. He wants to feed him, so he will. <laughs> Goodness, I'm sorry. Like this is why this podcast is called Miscellaneous because literally we don't know what's going to happen today. <laughs> I mean, we started off passive aggressive and now we're talking about the cat. Where it's supposed to go. <laughs> we're just it. That's what it does. That's what it does. Here we are. Here we are. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we do on this podcast. We're random. Yeah. Miscellaneous. We're miscellaneous. We are miscellaneous. It's my life. Literally, these my 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 stream of consciousness is like taxes to like death metal. Which I think, I mean, most people could follow. No, but I like, it's interesting to me, like, what technically is considered death metal, like, versus, like, screamo. Because apparently there are true differences in, like, how they're categorized. Well, well, I mean, like, I I understand that. I think screamo, again, I don't listen to this type of music, so don't come for me when I call it a little bit more poppy. I wouldn't say it's poppy, but it's more... Well, I mean, not like true mainstream pop, not at all. But I mean, like, in comparison to death metal and then screamo... I would say it gives off more of like a air quotes here poppy feel. <laughs> okay, okay. The air quotes like helps me get there because yeah, I don't think I have been getting very frustrated with the limitations of English lately. Oh my gosh, as a writer, I just well not as even a writer. Like also the fact that this language is so dumb. The yes, written version of English is stupid. It is okay. Like I, it's so to, I got a degree in this. I am aware of how dumb this language is. Doom. <laughs> it's it's terrible. Like I can't, I can't. But I just like when I'm trying to like explain something, and I just don't have the functional words for it. Like English has not provided me the framework to describe this thing japanese have like five different words for the word love each of them meaning a different version of love it's not even love like i mean like that's just an example yeah but like trying to like explain like this mental thing versus this mental thing i'm like i just i just (laughs) they feel different they They are different yes oh man but this is why you have a therapist yes this is literally literally like my advice it will always be go to therapy Mm. like she even regular healthy people who don't probably don't need therapists should go to therapy. No, no. When you you're regular and healthy, need... you that's when you should go to therapy because then you because then you're in actually a good in a place, place to process. Mm-hmm. You're in a good place mm-hmm. to be like, whoa, I didn't realize that that was traumatic or that was affecting me this way. Sweet. But if you're also in a bad place, like, go to therapy because then it can help you process what's going on in that bad place and be able to move past it. Mm-hmm. Like, what, what's interesting is that um, one of my solid rock people, Josh. He, so, a few months ago, I was going through a really hard time, mm-hmm. and I was just, like, a lot of prayer, a lot of full-on sobbing in the car while I'm driving. Yeah. That kind of emotional trauma. <laughs> I can't, I can't cry and drive. It's a, it's a hazard to myself and others. Well, because well, I'm not going to do that thing where, like, I love my mom, but I really need to be alone and cry, and I don't want her to come down and, like, oh, no. try and cover me. You, like you can stay in your car and cry, but mm-hmm. I... I'm a hazard if I'm crying well, and also, driving. I mean, it's like five in the morning. I need to cry before I go to work. Like, okay. I need to get that stuff out. <laughs> okay. okay. No, that's fair. Anyway, so I went through a hard emotional time, and he was like my solid rock person. Like, I talked to him, and we just do all this stuff. It was good. And now we're on the flip side of that. 
oh i'm in like the good place and he's having the struggle yeah so it's an interesting thing of i am in the place where i totally understand what's happening Mm -hmm. and i'm like giving him the things that help me and he's like that's exactly how it feels i'm like i know because i was there i know like you helped me through this like five months ago like let's get like i know because i was there and that was what was happening to me and then he's on the side of he knows it gets better because he's literally watched me go through the whole process Mm -hmm. so it's weird being on the flip side because it's like i'm seeing it like i'm it's obviously different struggles but then it's in a similar area okay that makes yeah. sense my thing right now is i'm like therapist this thing and she's like so would you say it's this and i like pause and i get this like almost angry face and i'm like you've got to be kidding me <laughs> of course of course it's this thing again or it's like oh duh how did i never put two and two together and like yeah, therapists Duh. give logic to the weirdness of your mind no no they don't give logic they just like they are the flashlight i take into the crevice of my mind and be like that's what oh. that is <laughs> see well, that's like well maybe if you step back a few paces it's, you can actually see the weird blob is this thing yeah yeah uh, well and i don't want to put words to my therapist i don't want to put words in your mouth no 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 just put it in my mouth and then i'll tell you if they don't fit and she like looks at me and then she's like all right taylor you're just <laughs> i swear she's like oh taylor you're just a bit extra sometimes it's fine i'm i'm honest i'm quirky let's get to it half of that's trauma related but no you know my personality is just trauma and spice (laughs) trauma and spice i mean literally if you think about like okay so here's the thing when taylor was in high school and younger she was often told you'll be lucky if you make it to 18 I don't even. I think it was just as a kid, yeah. like really, like I think it was oh, yeah, like it was less in high school, than ten. In high school, you were like, you were I, aware I was of this. fully committed. Like I fully just believed that I wasn't gonna make it to eighteen. Yeah, so she was like lucky to make it to eighteen. She just she thought she was bred and had an expiration date. Okay, and then me, her best friend, I'm I'm still a little salty about this. <laughs> okay, so so she didn't know about this what supposed expiration date. What was I? Twenty three. Yeah, I think you were 23. Yeah. And you told me and I was like, you were so I was angry. At me. I was like <laughs> I was like, really? Your best friend, you just didn't bother to tell me you're just not going to be around one I just, day. You're just going to be dead. I jerk. I assumed everyone knew. You were just going to expire on me and thought I'd be okay with that. <laughs> you were angry at me for like a month. <laughs> I was so mad. I was like, you you don't think that's important to tell like, people? Just, like literally the way it had processed and synthesized into my brain, it was just a common fact that everyone knew. And then, and, and then it, me, if she had ever actually told me, would have been like, what are you talking about? That's not how things work. You don't know that? <laughs> Why do you think that so many people are beyond the age of 18? Well, some of them have later expiration dates, obviously. <laughs> Apparently, you just, little kid logic made it into teenagehood. Little kid logic makes it into parenthood. What are you talking about? <laughs> like, but like yeah. I just, yeah. Uh, anyways. Comparing your 18-year-old self who was convinced that 18 was it to now. Oh, it's been almost 10 years. So we are literally about to hit the 10 mark. You're like, this? This? Mm. No. When we graduated in 2012. 12, 22. So next June. Next year. There we go. Next June will be 10 years. We know how to math with this. Place. No, I don't. I was talking to a coworker today and she's like, how old are you? And I was like, spouse. Spouse, how old am I? 27. Yeah, we had to do math. Oh my gosh. Because <laughs> my coworker's like six months younger than I am. I was like, we're 27. 
<laughs> just so you know. Uh, Ashley is six months and five days younger than me. Oh, nice. Yeah. So I can it's usually able to keep track of that based on when her birthday is. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have a I have a sister who was born in the year two thousand, in January the year two thousand, and so it's really nice. So I can always tell how old she is by based what year it is. What year it is? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, mm-hmm. I hate that. I she's still like seven in my head. No, okay. So I I have several siblings, and I. I'll ask them before I use their names, but so I'll refer to them as numbers. So I'm number one, and there's five of us. So number two went and got a drink. Um, I think she was at Texas Roadhouse or something. And waiter comes over and checks her ID and hands it back super fast. And she's like, I just don't understand why that happened. And she was explaining it to me. And I was like, your birthday starts with a 19. And she looks at me, and she's just like aghast. And I was like, why? Well, because everyone born before 2000 is 21 or over and she's like i don't like that i know i, I just... remember that it's to that point now <laughs> it's to we... the point now where they just all they have to do is look for the one okay, and but the thing we're is, old enough there will we will never get to interact with another generation that has this same struggle yeah we're we're a weird generation though i know we grew up before technology kind of and with technology Yes. Because so I like, remember not having a computer in the house. I always remember when dad brought the first computer in the house. Do you remember dial-up? Yeah. Like, like I hear the sound of dial-up and I get like mm-hmm. the reverb in my head of like, I'm getting on the internet to play those weird dress-up games. Oh, and then I remember he had a laptop, mm-hmm. which was like, oh my gosh, portable. I mean, the laptop was useless for anything but like pick up six and paint. Okay. That's <laughs> what I played on it. That was all I did on that game. All that all I did on that computer was pick up six and paint. I uh I remember being on the bus on the way home from junior high with my dad's old iPod Gen 1 that was a USB stick with a circle of buttons and a port for your headphones. And you couldn't tell what music was on there. You just had to keep skipping until you found something you wanted. Oh, hey. Hey, guess what? It's time to go to bed. Time to take my birth control is what that is. Ah. (laughs) Yeah. Not that I actually take it when it goes off. (laughs) (laughs) But I know, and I don't forget about it. (laughs) I've gotten to the point. I have gone fully feral working from home. I have Alexa. Give me an alarm. 8.30 every morning. Every day of the week. Tell me to go brush my teeth. Because oh, if wow. I don't, I get so distracted with work and my children and everything going on in my house that it's like three o'clock and I'm like, why does my mouth feel funny? <laughs> why does my mouth feel funny? Like, I hate the fuzzy mouth, man. Yeah, I hate it. It's, it's, oh. Especially because it's like you brush your teeth at night, you wake up. But I hate when I wake up and it like I got fur in my mouth. I'm like, why is this happening? See, I don't get that. And it so only much. feels like that. I have memories of like when I was little and I was like, I'm going to brush my teeth. That's how my mouth will feel in the morning. But I'm like, I brush my teeth every single freaking night. Mm-hmm. Why is my mouth like this? It only happens know. sometimes, too. That's weird. No, it's not every morning. Huh. It's just terrible. What were we talking Bodies about? are weird! Bodies are weird. But what were we talking about before that? Are we just... Again, miscellaneous, guys. We don't know what's happening on this podcast. Welcome to this journey. Please come with us. <laughs> oh, my goodness. The way I said that reminds me of my customer service voice. Oh, gosh. Like, I don't even know customer who that lady is. Service... <laughs> You caught me on a phone call once, and you had, like, the most horrified look on your face. You were, of, like, who are you? You were, oh, man, we're going to have to do a section 
of one of these podcasts with our voices because like I literally I was finishing a phone call and my sister-in-law we were moving and so I was finishing out my day and she like oh you are right that doesn't sound like you and I was like no I don't know who that lady is is. customer service is so exhausting because you have to pretend like you're this other person Mm -hmm. just to get through the day so if our phone calls at that company had not been recorded you know how many people I would have like politely told off oh so many I legit had some time uh, there was one time that I set a greeting for a company and this person like paused and I was like hello and he's like oh oh I thought you were a robot I was waiting for the I menu too. I was people like people thought I was a robot because and then you know your customer service was a little too perfect you don't think yeah. it's real yeah mm-hmm. so you have to be not perfect and professional or people don't think and you're personable and I hate yeah. being personable so, like, like, our customer service voice has gotten too good to the point where people think you're fake. Well, I mean, Or robots have gotten... There's some of the robots out there... I've gotten real nice. ...are really convincing. Or I've had, like, like conversations like, this... Are you real? And they're like, this, no, I think this is a robot. I think this yeah. is a robot. Like, it yeah. literally takes me a second to figure it out. And oh. it's really disturbing when it happens. I just... It hits that uncanny valley, like, full force, like I hit a pothole. It's like, they sound like a real person, but the replies aren't right yes yeah no i uh i ended up picking up a spam call the other day because i was waiting for an actual call back from a number i didn't have saved on my phone because i don't pick up phone calls if i don't know where they're coming from or who they're coming i think that's just universal anymore yeah unless you're looking for a job and then you answer yeah. every single phone call yeah even then um <laughs> i have a voicemail for a reason <laughs> like Oh, I'll talk to you. But you it was like it was something you're... like I was waiting for a call back from a doctor's office because I needed to schedule something, and so I picked up the phone and they're like, "This person's like, hi, I'm calling from this bank about your credit card," and I was like, "Wait, what bank?" And they hung up on me. I was like, "Oh, that was really confusing because I don't have a card with that bank." <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's why I don't answer the phone. Answer the phone. There was because the most common thing to do. Is they say, hey, I'm from this company. And like, and the caller ID will say mm-hmm. that they're from that company, which is a company you use. And then they'll say, there's a problem with your account. What's your account number? But if that like, was true, they would already have your account number. And if they if they have a problem with my account number, they're going to email me to mm-hmm. call them. Yeah. Like, I mean, companies have, like, and also, I mean, this is just universal knowledge. But in case somebody's listening to this and you don't know, the IRS will never call you they don't want to talk to people either they, they will not call you if you get a call from someone saying they're from the irs as a scam mm-hmm. they will not call you the one that they keeps will hitting send me you a letter oh yeah they will send you a letter and that is a scary letter the one that i almost the one that almost got me was paypal but then i was like really confused i was like this isn't the email address they have is it and they've gotten me like three times i've gotten the same email and so then i like actually go on the, the website and like log in i was like no that's not the right email cool and then i was like the third time i was like okay this is annoying i have to figure out like how to get this to them so i just googled like scam paypal emails and they're like if you have something that might be a scam send it here and i was like cool bye (laughs) you guys need to take care of that now yeah not my problem anymore yeah but i just sometimes when i get bored on youtube i will look up people taking up scammers times was it mark Mark Robler Mark did Robler? one. Yeah, he did one recently. He did a com- he like 
joined with somebody who like that's the, his entire YouTube channel is like scamming the scammers. Huh. Yeah, I I fully recommend watching him because he puts out videos on a random schedule, but he always puts out really quality content. I know he's really, like I think the most recent one I saw was his obstacle course for the squirrels. Oh, he has he's gotten a few out from then. He has one about his son who's autistic. Yeah. That was huh. a beautifully done episode, which got a weird amount of backlash. I don't know why. Really? Yeah, mom on Philip DeFranco. They're talking about he got like a weird amount of backlash, and I think it's because he's gonna be part of that fundraiser stream. Oh yeah, I and do. people were worried about that um, it was gonna be too. Give me the name of the autism. Awareness. Oh oh, um, autism speaks. Yeah yeah. Which all no. us autistic people are like, do not like them. No nope. bad. Yeah. So anything autistic speaks and blue buckets. No, no, no. People. Blue buckets. They use the blue a lot for like their symbol or whatever. Oh. So like in Halloween, they'll be like, carry your blue buckets around or whatever. And mm-hmm. I'm like, you don't need to advertise. Like. Yeah, you don't need to advertise that your brain functions on a different level than mine. Yeah. Like, I mean, I just get for well for the past several years we've been in a place where like nobody comes to trick-or-treats at our house Mm -hmm. um but when we are in a place i will just buy like things that are not candy because i want all kids to be able to enjoy it like play-doh and things like that Ooh, you'd be the fun house it would be the fun house play-doh would be sweet and it wouldn't be like the big ones it'd probably be just like like, ones. but still play-doh like dude Mm -hmm. i'd be freaking out if i was a kid (laughs) i'd be like oh my gosh play-doh freaking play-doh okay so 1.0 left a full container of play-doh out for like two days straight this stuff was still soft i don't know if they make it different now or like what but i literally had a conversation i was like what why is this met it would have been hard as a rock it would two hours it would have been out for two hours and been dry it was out for two days before i found it it was played as a fascinating material it's weird you know what another fascinating material is non-newtonian fluids uh, what now? So it's a so if you put a lot of force onto it, it acts like a solid. Oh, but so if that's you like put, when you put cornstarch in water. Yes, but if you if you punch it, it's hard. But if you gently push your fingers through it, then it's soft. Is that what you call that? Yeah, it's a non-Newtonian fluid. Non-Newtonian fluid. I had no idea. Yeah, like those are so cool. I had a friend who made that for her kids' birthday party to just like celebrate with just the kids mm-hmm. because he ate COVID. Um, and so they had so much fun. Yeah, I Mythbusters had a whole episode mm-hmm. where they were like, ru- they're running on water because yes. they just kind of stomped along the way and it made it hard enough for them to cross. Mm-hmm. Like it was like a full on like pool. Yeah, you know how much cornstarch that would have been. No, but I don't want to do the math. <laughs> <laughs> That's why Jamie and Adam do the math on that. Ah, oh, Mythbusters was such a good show. I miss it, and I can't get into White Rabbit. Like, what is White Rabbit? It's like a spinoff. Is I don't it, even know if it's still going on. Is it with the other three? Mm-hmm. Oh. I liked them, but they were like... They're, they're they were pyros, side characters. Dude. They are pyros. Okay, I don't think you can be in... All they want to do is just blow crap up. I, I don't think you can be in that line of work and not be a pyro. But I think what worked was that um, Jamie and Adam were like definitely scientist kind of people. Yes. So they wanted to know the why. Yes. Remember, Whereas... kids, the difference between screwing around and science is writing it down. <laughs> Which is why I think the other three were more like the side characters because yeah. everything they did usually was some sort of destructive stuff. I mean, everything was destructive on that show. But, but it did feel like there was more care and science based with Amy and Jadam. 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 That's what they are now. 
Jamie and Adam. Yeah. Which I think it was it was like the adults and the kids, you know? Yeah. Because they were very much on like trying to prove things. Whereas yes. the other ones are like, let's just see what happens. I think definitely in the beginning. I think a little bit later they got a bit better about like actually trying to prove things. And well, that's I mean, when I liked them more. Uh, I think it's because they got older. Yeah. Because I mean they I mean the beginning of Mistbusters, they were all so young. Mm-hmm. So I think they were just excited to blow crap up. I mean, I would be too. I we did junior high on accident. <laughs> on accident. If I could recreate that, I probably would, quite honestly. I, that was, it was really surprising. And yes, we literally did make a mini explosion. Things melted. There was a fire. I'm talking about like... I saw flames. It it wasn't big enough to cause alarm, but it did happen. I'm alarmed because I didn't <laughs> I mean, know like, magnets could blow like up like that. To, it wasn't big enough that evacuations needed to happen. It was big enough that you kind of look at each other and laugh. I don't even think the teacher knew. I don't think he did either. I did. That poor man. I <laughs> I, so, a kid was hot gluing something. I swear, this, just before. So, this is back in junior high. We're in ninth grade. Yes. Yeah. This is 2009. Is so. Oh, don't say that. This <laughs> looks it's, so far ago. It, it's always so easy to keep track of what grade we're in because yes. it was the same year. Yeah. yeah ninth grade, 2009. That we were building little little cars to go on magnetic tracks. A little foam car mm-hmm. with an engine, put magnets, and the magnets would be charged because the wires would hang out. Yeah. And get the power charge, which would charge up the fan mm-hmm. on the little car, and the magnets would make it flow. Yes. Yep. But somebody was putting one together and got a gl- huge glob of hot glue on his finger, and I was right behind him trying to like step around him, and he spun around trying to get the hot glue off his finger, and it plopped onto my arm, and my brain went oh no and then like shut off my pain receptors and so i like walked over the teacher and just holding up my arm i was like i've got hot glue on my arm and he just like looks so distressed and he's like well go wash it off and i was like oh all right the fact that you had done anything about it (laughs) my my brain was like because i need help the problem is is that you waited so long when you peeled it off it was like a horror show okay but i could feel it burning through the layers of my skin and like i was super distracted by that because there wasn't any pain that i remember and then when you peeled it off it immediately blistered and yeah. popped and then blistered like all within the span of like five minutes it was weird and then he came up to me and you're like look what happened and i was like what the heck <laughs> <laughs> so me and taylor have been friends for Oh, a really long time. Uh, over 10 years? Over 10 years? Probably over 10 years, yeah. So we, oh, no, because we, we became friends in 2008. Uh-huh, but we weren't, like, best friends until 2009. Yeah. So, like, I, I'd known her. I'd met her. So, in seventh grade, I was doing two different schools. Hmm. I was going to CCS, which was a private school. And in the morning, I would do one period of school at Banyan just because I'd never gone to public school my mom was like both of your sisters had a hard time so let's ease you into it and I'm the youngest of four so by the time I came along to figure stuff out (laughs) (laughs) and so I went to the first period of class at at public school and then I would go to my private school Mm -hmm. after that was over so then I met Courtney there Mm -hmm. who we both who we both knew we both knew her (laughs) And so then through that, I was aware of you. Mm-hmm. And in eighth grade, she was like the only person I knew. And I met some other people and we were kind of friends. And then we were we were like acquaintances. Yeah. And then toward the end of eighth grade, we were like, yeah, sure, you're a friend. Yeah. I'm and then friend. ninth grade, 
came around and it's that first semester where you walk into the classroom do i know anyone in here i look around look around oh look i know them i'll sit there yeah so it was the last class of the day mm-hmm. wood shop i walk in there it's all dudes and then i see taylor and i'm like person i know <laughs> yeah and there was an empty spot next to me and i like saw you and i was like oh, oh i'm saved <laughs> So at that point, we were like we were like sort of friends at that point, mm-hmm. and then that semester was re- really just chaos. Shit. It was chaos, and we loved it. Mm-hmm. We tried to give each other some concussions twice, twice. That's how we became friends for uh-huh. like for sure. Uh huh. That, that's what that's what sealed the bond. Mm-hmm. Is I dropped my pen, she went down to grab it faster than I did, so my forehead smacked the back of her head. And <sighs> phantom pain still occurs. Every time we talk about it, I have to rub the back of my head. It was so loud. The teacher came out of the far back room with the machines running mm-hmm. to ask what that noise was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And here we are, like, can't even see. Like, it was us. Oh, uh. it was. I had so much energy in, in junior high. Like, I was, I was hyperactive. Did you know, scientifically, they have done studies on this. Potentially. Children have more energy than Olympic athletes. I could have told you that yes. without the study. See, and every time I say that to parents, you're like, well, duh. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is like, which this is, is common like, knowledge. Which is like, well, yeah, that makes sense. But it's like, literally, like, if you put an Olympic athlete in a child's room, the child will go longer. Yeah. I mean, the child will have naps and stuff. But well, like, even if you gave an Olympic athlete naps, the child would still have well, more so the energy. Thing is, is that the child doesn't want the nap. The Olympic athlete is like, please God. And then they don't want to wake up. And the child's like, I'm awake now. Let's do stuff. I literally, I literally have put 1.0 in his room with snacks and the iPad and be like, you're not in trouble. You don't have to take a nap, but I'm taking a nap because dad and 2.0 are taking a nap and I need a nap. I need you to be safe. So I can get hand snacks, hand iPad, shut the door, here's, set a, here's set a timer for an papers. hour. Here's your dinosaurs. Have fun. Yeah. Set a timer for an hour. Woke up. go real bad. Just scream all we good. Are you a lighter sleeper now that you have kids? I wouldn't say I'm a lighter sleeper. I would just say that, like, my hind brain is, like, more aware. More aware. Yeah. And so if someone starts fussing, oh, 1.0 literally, like, woke up at 1.30 and was like, ah! And I'm like, why? What? What? I just <laughs> fell asleep. What do you need? <laughs> that was one of the things that my grandma was worried about. Like, my mom would sleep like the dead. Mm-hmm. Like, nothing would wake her up. She'd sleep through alarms all the time. So my grandma was like, what is she going to do when she has kids? Like, she's never going to, like, they're going to be, like, dying. She won't even notice. The minute kid was born, mom can't sleep with someone breathing next to her. No, I literally have laid here next to my spouse before as they're deeply asleep. And I'm just like, I twitch. I twitch. If I smother them, I go to jail. I twitch. <laughs> and put myself on the couch because I'm just, like, so overstimulated from just all the noise in my room because we co-sleep with our baby. Co-sleep meaning baby sleeps in the same room and so I, yeah i put myself on the couch before <laughs> <laughs> you're like i can't do this because i mean my dad's got like restless leg syndrome mm-hmm. so he's he's pretty twitchy in his sleep yeah and then my mom again someone's breathing next to her it's almost too much yeah yeah so they sleep in separate rooms a lot of the time see and like i'm fully behind that because you do what you gotta do. Your spouse and I have, like, discussed, do we get separate beds? Just because, like, our sleeping needs for a mattress were so different, are so different, that it was just, like, unless we find something that works for both of us, we're just gonna get separate beds. Yeah, see, John doesn't need a lot. Uh, John is my boyfriend of seven years. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and he doesn't need a lot. I mean, the couch downstairs in the basement, yeah. he thinks is pretty great. It is pretty great. So, and my bed's a lot more comfortable than that. So, <laughs> I think your bed is too soft for me, but like, I think my bed's. I think my bed's. It's a little worn out. I think maybe yeah. I'll invest in a new one in the future. But I like it. Purple. Hashtag not sponsored. Um, uh, my parents have a purple one. My dad likes it okay, but my dad wears it out way too fast for it to be worth the money. Hmm. His, he's got that weird curve in his back because his spine like, was collapsing when he was 18, so he mm-hmm. had a surgery. So he's got quite the arch in his back, which mm-hmm. means that support is different for him. Yeah. The only bed that's never like hurt him was a water bed. So weird. Mm-hmm. So And they actually make them a lot better nowadays, so yeah. maybe they'll invest in it. But if they do get a new bed, I want and I will pay them for it. Yeah, no. Because I, I, love I remember the first time I was, I was like, maybe you should try, you should try a purple. And I showed them the ad with like the eggs and stuff. So they got one. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, that thing was so heavy. Me and Alex Stupidly dragged, heavy. Me and Alex dragged that thing through the door and down the hallway. It's, it's in a big old, it's in a a deep but long box. It's, it's the length of a bed. But you don't understand why it's so heavy because the box can't be more than like seven inches tall by like seven inches wide like i we my toddler when he was a baby was standing on it when we punctured the vacuum sealed bag and it inflated so fast he almost fell off the bed trying to get off of it because it scared him Mm. (laughs) i laughed but (laughs) so like so we dragged this thing onto my parents bed we set it all up from and then we lay on it we both go whoa yeah. It's, it's a really weird feeling. Yeah, but I think because you're so used to like a standard bed with the coil. Because well, it's like you don't sink into it. You don't. But but you are sinking into it. Yes. It's just supporting you everywhere so everything feels this like... Supported yeah. without being like a pressure point or yeah. without being like... I mean... I'm trapped! My bed Send is, help! My bed's really comfortable and my, my brother, he's got a Casper and something else. Mm-hmm. I don't like this Casper. I almost I thought about getting it's a Casper, like, but I just didn't like the too reviews. It's hard. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, see, and because it's like I don't mind a good support bed. Like, I mean, hotel beds, kind of hate them. They're a little, oh. I just they're not great. They but, give me allergies. But I mean, I need a little, little bit of, little bit of give. Mm-hmm. Like a little bed, bit. Like your bed's okay. Yeah, because it's a purple. Yeah. Because <laughs> when I got onto it, I was really confused earlier because I was like, I, I was like, I mean, I was like, it's too hard, and I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, what's happening here? But science. I mean, oh gosh, there's just I just want to kick myself in high school. Like, how on earth was I able to do all that on so little sleep? I'm like if I don't get like six hours of sleep at a minimum, I'm like struggling hardcore. I because in high school, like I would stay up super know. late uh-huh. with Alyssa and Amy and we'd be writing. And then I go to bed at like sometimes three in the morning, and then I get up for school at seven. Oh, I had to be up at six thirty because I had to be walking out the door at six fifty. Yeah, you also didn't have a car for a little high school. Yeah, but so my dad would be dropping me off on his way to work, so I had to be like up. There would be times that I wake, I would fall asleep reading, and I would wake up at like four or five in the morning and turn off my light and crawl back into bed, like. I don't fall asleep reading. It's oh look, the sun's coming up. Oh no, I'm my like, eyes are like burning, but it's like I have to be really careful about what kinds of books I start right before bed. I have I to be start, able to put it down. I start read before bed because I will not go to bed. 
if it's i'll get in that one more chapter mode and then oh. get because then well it's not even like one more chapter it, then i'm so far in the book i don't notice when the chapter ends oh yeah i've done that because i'm like i'll be reading and someone's like hey i need some help okay let me finish this chapter and then i'm in the middle of the next chapter when they come to ask me hey are you done oh <laughs> oh i was um, I didn't notice stand that right that. there let me finish this page and then i'll come help you <laughs> Meaning. I need the accountability of a human being there to be like judgment, this. judgment, judgment. However, what's so weird because I'm, you know, I'm like a huge reader, but this mm-hmm. whole pandemic, I have not, I have been trying to finish Lord of the Rings since the beginning of this pandemic. Okay, I have read uh, the Tolkien first doesn't two, count. I read the first two, and then I'm like, like sixty pages into the third one. I have literally been trying to read that book since like. Tolkien it's been like seven doesn't months. count. Why not? He is too so wordy. Unless that is like exactly so, what you're needing in that moment. So the first such a two books time. were kind of like, I, I this is definitely a product of me seeing the movies first. Like this is totally what's happening. Mm-hmm. Is because I saw the movies a billion times before I even read them. Yeah, I love the Hobbit though. Which I've, I've heard is a common thing. Like, you either love The Hobbit and are kind of eh about the other three, or you love the other three and you're kind of eh about The Hobbit. But I love all of them. I am really, really suspicious that they're remaking Lord of the Rings, though. Oh, don't they dare. They're making it into a series. Like oh. a, a, well, the t- TV series. It's a, a TV little, series, yeah. I'm a little more lenient about that. Yeah, no, they're, they're not they redoing the movies. To, I was like, the movies were no. like, don't nope. touch those. No, there, uh, there would be mass riots. I was like, those are... Can you believe those are entering into classic territory? You bite your tongue. I'm not that old. <laughs> the second movie came out in like 2001. Or, I, don't what? I don't remember. Hold on. Let me. Let's Google that. Um, I know Emperor's New Groove is 20 years old. Stop. <laughs> that movie. That movie will forever live in my heart and in my head. Like I, see. I quote that movie far too often. Yeah, Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring Extended Edition came out in 2001. How? (laughs) Because I remember seeing the second movie in theaters, and I hadn't even seen the first movie yet. I didn't see any of them in theaters. The first time I saw them was the Extended Edition on DVD. And so the first time it, like, popped up on a movie, like, on a on a television network or something and it wasn't the extended edition i was so confused i was like they're missing all these things <laughs> i i didn't know <laughs> so yeah so the first movie came out 2001 and then two and then three because they filmed them all at the same time i don't think i knew that yeah which is why they were able to come out so fast yeah because they filmed them all together in new zealand <sighs> such a beautiful place which is why all of them have a matching lord of the rings tattoo because you're spending three years with these people every single day several hours a day yeah so you really get to know them. They become really good friends. I love watching all the behind-the-scenes stuff for that. I actually haven't done any of that. I really should. It's very interesting and super informative. But I also don't have a lot of time for myself right now. You don't right have now. time anymore. Uh, <laughs> I was going to yeah. say, you could listen to them in the car. Hmm? Yeah. Because I often I'll ask 1.0, I was like, all right, do you want to listen to your songs or Mama Words? He goes, mmm, my words. All right, cool. We're listening to a podcast. He's really cute when he says, when he thinks about, hmm, hmm. Because <laughs> earlier she asked him, she's like, do you want a hug, a kiss, or a, a high five? A high five. 
And he and he went, hmm. Like he mm-hmm. really had to consider mm-hmm. which one. You know, no, I think bad. he gave me a, a side hug. How old is he now? Two. Two. He's just mm-hmm. barely two. Almost two and a half. Almost We're almost to July. Okay. Because I like I keep trying to make him be born in like December, and I was like, wait, no. No, no, no. The other one was born in December. That, that was like that's two point. It was born in December. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Because because one point decided to be a week late. Two point was two. What? Yeah. They both were <laughs> exactly one week late. Both my of, water. Both of your children. My water broke with 2.0. I was in labor. It broke Sunday night. I was scheduled to go in for an induction the the very next day, Monday night. I was in labor Monday night, and he was born Tuesday morning. When my oldest sister was pregnant with her first child. Um, she was in labor for a very long time, mm-hmm. was ignoring it because <laughs> she was like, because she, the only reason she found out that she was in labor is because she was talking to my mom on the phone and she was like, hey, give me a sec. And then came back on the phone and my mom was like, what was that? She's like, oh, it's just a really bad cramp. And mom was like, and you can't talk through them? She's like, no. And my, and my mom was like, that is called a contraction. <laughs> if it hurts so bad you can't talk through it, that is a contraction. You are in labor. Uh, with 1.0. Which I think she was ignoring it because he was like a month early, I think. Well, at that point, I totally would think it's Braxton Hicks. Mm-hmm. Like, 1.0, I hit a patch of black ice and fell flat on my butt. And labor, I, ha- I started having what kind of felt like Braxton Hicks, but was stronger and more consistent about six hours later. And that way, I, I knew it was actually contractions because I was a week over and I fell. <laughs> so that's how you kickstart your body. Fall down. Don't do it. Don't do it. It's horrible. I am still petrified of falling on ice. Like, even if I'm not pregnant, it's just, it's so, so scary. Like 2.0. The last time I fell on ice, I had a baby. <laughs> 2.0. I literally, I'd gone to bed at like 8 o'clock and I woke up at 11 to go pee because pregnancy. And I woke up and I stood up and I had this weird, like, rush of fluids. I'm like, I just peed my pants, but I didn't because my bladder's still full. Um, Okay, cool. I think my water just broke. I'm calling the midwives. <laughs> They're like, yeah, go in. All right, thanks. Bye. <laughs> like, you just want to make sure. <laughs> well, yeah. Like, it was weird. Mm-hmm. I don't recommend it. 10 out of 10, do not recommend. <laughs> also, she didn't plan to have her children this close together. She thought it was going to be a little bit harder to get pregnant the second time i tried for two years to get 1.0 i tried for two months to get 2.0 <laughs> it was, she was expecting a longer period of time i was i was thinking six seven eight months you know it'll take a little bit of time no nope it didn't <laughs> all right well we're gonna call it there we're guys. gonna yeah we're gonna call that the end of podcast number one. We did Numero uno. We are baby amateur podcasters that are <gasps> sort of figuring out how to do sound on this thing. No, we're not figuring it out. We'll figure that out later. I mean, I mean, that's what happens when you decide to start working on that at 8 o'clock at night. But then... <laughs> We did it. But we figured it out. <laughs> so it's going to be smoother sailing from here on out. That's a lie. You know something will go wrong. I'm being optimistic. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm trying on realism today. (laughs) (laughs) We always have to have some sort of opposing view. It keeps us grounded. 
Is that what it does? I thought it just keeps us interesting. <laughs> well, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, signing off our podcast, this is Kenzie. And this is Taylor. See y'all next week. Bye.